Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening listening to ghost host, host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the psychic housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you, and I'm so proud of you. That's right. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temperley on LiveParanormal.com. And congratulations, Sophia, on celebrating over 11 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com and now on GhostHunting.com, which you can listen to as well. And happy 24th birthday, Sophia. Congratulations. And uh, everyone, I want to thank the uh, site founder of LiveParanormal.com, uh, Rob Sarek, for providing this format each and every week into all of our moderators. Thank you guys for patching us through a live internet when we had no internet feed and, and uh, abandoned locations. Thank you guys for patching us through it and, uh, and for all your assistance over the years. Uh, feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. 0316. Uh, I'll put the uh, uh, number in the chat room too as well if you'd like to call into the show. As well in the chat room, make sure your uh, questions for our guests are all in caps so we can distinguish from the chatter in the chat room and I'll pull those during the show. And uh, post all of our uh, guests
guest links in the chat room too as well. Today we welcome Paranormal Tour host and investigator Corbin Bentley. Everyone visit Facebook Corbin Bentley and Twitter at Corbin underscore Bentley, Instagram Corbin.bentley, and YouTube Beyond Paranormal is his page. If you can get to the Middle Point, Ohio uh, area next Saturday, April 1st, join Corbin Bentley for an investigation of the Haunted Middle Point School. For tickets and info, visit the event posted at the top of Corbin Bentley's Facebook page into for all of Corbin's upcoming events. He has a lot in August happening too as well. Upcoming next week, we have Disney Channel's The Ghost and Molly McGee animated series producers Bill Motts and Bob Ross. Uh, we want to thank Disney Channel, Disney Plus, and Disney XD for making uh, next week's shows possible too. So that's uh, next weekend, uh, April 1st. Also, the Digital Seance Initiative author Ron Yacovetti and Paranormal Investigator Lourdes Gonzalez. They'll be on to promote the book launch. That'll be on April 8th, uh, the following week. Travel Channel Strange World host investigator Christopher Garitano returns on April 15th. We have other guests that are securing their spots now, too, um, and to promote some series coming up. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. So like the ghost host Sophia Temporelli uh, fan page on uh, on Facebook to one of the guests as we learn of them real time. And uh, let's bring our host into the show. Sophia, congratulations on 11 years of broadcasting. And again, happy birthday. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 11 years. You're doing a fantastic job. You've helped a lot of people over the years with your show and connected a lot of people with paranormal teams in their areas and things. Fantastic job. You got these all these pages. You got the Instagram, the Twitter, and all these things. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, at Sophia Temporelli with one L, and Instagram, just at Sophia Temporelli. Yeah, next week's show, too, we're going to be taping that and put that on your YouTube, so you got the YouTube channel and everything as well. And tell us about your guest today. Today, we welcome paranormal investigator and tour host Corbin Bentley. Everyone visit Facebook, Corbin Bentley, Twitter, at Corbin underscore Bentley, Instagram, Corbin.Bentley, and YouTube, Beyond Paranormal. Let's welcome him into the show. All right, this is going to be cool. Corbin, What's hey, up, guys? trying to unmute you. That usually means, there we go, we have a lot of people listening, so there's a little lag in the studio. Thanks for coming on today. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know you're a very busy person, so thank you so much for taking the time out to come on today. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here. So to start off, can you tell us what kind of initially sparked your interest in the paranormal? Was it an experience you had, or have you just always had an interest in kind of the strange and unexplainable? Um, well, I get access a lot and, um, I really just believe that watching ghost adventures with my dad growing up kind of just planted that seed. And I always told myself I was going to not do this as I got older, but as I've gotten older, I just kind of gotten, I guess, curious about the afterlife. And, you know, I got out there and just experienced something for the first time and just kind of changed my life and just got curious and, it's a paranormal just sucks you in like that sometimes. It really does. I mean, it's just, it's one of those fields where it's like, once you go on an investigation, you just want to know more. It's like, it's just, it's a lot of fun, yeah. even though it's a lot of work too. It is. It's a lot of work, you know, and I, this is my fourth year just into it, but I've been to some of the world's most craziest places. So it's really intriguing just discovering the unknown like this. Yeah, and you go to so many amazing locations. I know you've done quite a few investigations recently. Um, can you tell us about some of the events and locations you went to? Yeah, so I'm right now. I'm on tour right now. So I'm on. Uh, I did Randolph uh, February 4th, which was like sold out event, which was super active that night. Um, I do the Birdsell Mansion out in South Bend, Indiana, on a daily basis. Um, I do uh, Winchester Mansion. That's another location out there. And I have Middle Point School coming up as well. So, And August is pretty booked up for me, too. So I'm just bouncing around all over the country, just meeting people and giving those experiences that I once shared. Um, recent investigations, too. I mean, you know, when you go to locations, you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you have, like, really crazy experiences and sometimes nothing happens at all. What is the most amazing thing that you've encountered um, on your tour? Yeah. So um, actually this is what happened. I, Randolph um, County Infirmary, we were upstairs on the third floor and um, 
it was like 3.30 at night, you know, well, in the morning. And we all heard, like, a child just crying. It's actually on my Instagram page, but, yeah, it all spooked us out. It was as clear as day, just crying. Like, it was it was insane. Some of the most craziest things I've ever heard. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, one of the most amazing things, too, when you're an investigator and are able to actually kind of hear something happen real time like that. Because a lot of times yep. it's just on EVPs, and then you have to go back later, and it's like you wish you could interact with it right then and there. So when you have it just out loud and you can kind of respond in real time, it's one of the best things. It is, and I, I try to make sure when people come to my tours, they get that experience. At least, you know, I can't control if something happens or not, but I really do try hard to get something going. So it's happy. I'm happy to see people, like, leave but like, blown away like oh my god I can't believe I just heard that that's unexplainable you know I know when you're doing tours like this too a lot of people you know have had experiences or you know have an interest in the paranormal and some people want to just go on an investigation for the first time that's actually how I got my start in the paranormal I went mm-hmm. on a ghost tour on a Queen Mary so when you have kind of these beginners or people just wanting to learn about their about the field, what um, kind of do you tell them on the tours to kind of guide them down um, how to investigate you know, I I tell people um, everyone's different, so people like to rely on their digital tools and spirit boxes and everything else. But I personally, I tell them just like your body is like the best tool you can have while you're investigating. So just listen and uh, be aware of your surroundings and you know always question stuff. So that's what I do, and that's when I started off. I just questioned everything, and things were happening. Just I just pay attention to like every little slightly thing that's off. But, yeah, I just I, I encourage people to kind of find themselves when they're out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that your body is kind of just the best thing for you while investigating because, you know, there's no exact science. Ghosts are going to go wherever they want to go. So if you just go, like, room yeah. to room to room, I mean, that's great. But, you know, a ghost could be in the kitchen and then go to the living room and then back to the kitchen. So it's kind of like your body is going to tell you where might be the best place to actually go and investigate feel it you know you get used to feeling these kind of different energies because you start doing it so much so yeah you can be able to detect what's around and kind of differentiate like where you want to go and investigate absolutely is there anything you do um when going on investigations as means of protection before during or after no i i don't i don't so when people do come on my tours um just as if any other haunted location i do have them sign waivers um you know just in case you know something happens and you know you get scratched and it's not it's not on me or their location so um yeah when mm-hmm. people come in just like you're aware that you're stepping inside of a, a haunted location we can't control what happens at this point yeah because i mean there's a lot of risks to just with the paranormal, if you're going into an abandoned building, there's all the physical things. You can just get injured, yep. literally just walking around. But then you can also be scratched by ghosts. I mean, there's tons of dangers from the physical to the non-physical. Yeah, people realize that sometimes. You know, some people just come in, uh, the skeptics, gosh, the, kept, uh, the skeptics come in uh, making jokes and just, you know, is it really haunted? Okay, and making jokes and they finally realize, oh, wow. You know, like this is actually happening. So I think it's I, sure. I think it's good. I love it. And how do you go about investigating? Do you like to research the location beforehand, or do you kind of like to walk in kind of blind and so you don't have like a confirmation bias while investigating? Yeah, yeah. So right now I am uh, working on a few shows, so I'm doing research. But my my team doesn't know too much about it. Um, but I like I don't like going in blind anymore. Like that's just not for me, because <laughs> I feel like I'm confused mm-hmm. and I don't know the history. I don't know who I'm talking to. I kind of want to have like my questions and everything aligned for the investigation. Definitely. I mean, history is always so helpful too with locations because it does help you formulate the questions to ask and all of that. Um, but I know each investigator is different, specifically psychics, too. They just like to walk in not knowing anything, which I totally get. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I just like to prepare myself before I go in somewhere. And with researching locations, too, what is 
the most interesting location that you've researched or fact that you found while researching to investigate? That's actually a really good question. Um, you know, Waverly is so, like, I know it's so mainstream, but that that building is really interesting, like, to me in the history. You know, and people are still finding mm-hmm. things out about Waverly. So, you know, um, I guess this could be pretty, like, a broad statement, but just the depths there at Waverly, it's just an estimate. You know, we, we don't know how many people actually died there. They don't even know, so... Um, that number is just ridiculous to me. So I think that's really, that's probably one of the most things that when I first started and I was researching, I was like, oh my gosh, like this place is just insane. But there's also like different places with like bad history, you know, it makes me go like, whoa, I don't want to go here. But, you know, it's part of the game. <laughs> you dive in. Absolutely. I mean, you kind of just have to jump in when you're investigating because, you know, it's you're dealing with death, but also people and people in life and in death are unpredictable most of the time. Exactly. Exactly. So with your investigations, too, I know you've met a lot of really amazing people such as Megan Fox. Um, how did that all come about for you to start doing celebrity investigations and working with celebrities? Yeah, well... I kind of wanted to step outside the box and, um, you know, bring people in you don't typically see in, like, haunted buildings. So why not bring in, you know, your favorite athlete or your favorite actress and put them all inside Waverly Hills Sanatorium or Trans-Allegheny and just see how they take it. You know, it's it's really entertaining to see them kind of crumble and not used to, like, what we're used to dealing with out there. So, um yeah, it's just been fun and opening their eyes up and see, you know, that things all here are possible. And whether whether they're celebrities celebrities or not, you know, they're still people and, you know, they have had paranormal experiences before growing up or currently, you know, they're dealing with now. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I think it's just surprising too with people who are celebrities, you know, they travel a lot and a lot of the experiences they may have had just at locations that not even they would have expected. I mean, when you watch celebrity Mm -hmm. ghost stories on TV, there's so many stories of people just, you know, staying at a hotel filming a movie and it's like, they don't expect it. And it really changes the course of their life. Yep. It happens. The paranormal is around all of us, all of us, all around the world. So, you know, celebrity status doesn't (laughs) stop paranormal things from happening. So I was like, let me just bring them on into my, like, universe. Definitely. And when you're investigating, what is kind of your favorite piece of equipment to use? Oh, um, the spirit box, for sure. I'm, I love the spirit box. Uh, direct communication is always key for me. Um, I just had a box made by Austin Maynard. Um, he's on Nick, Nick Ross' uh, Death Walker series, but um, it's a Bentley box, so pretty much it... Um, sweeps but it's really low and has like 99 different presets on it on the box so it's it's amazing it's the responses are so clear i sleep with it next to me every day in my bed i love it so much (laughs) do you sleep with it on like white noise or is that off when you're asleep no (laughs) it's off i'm kidding i would never I don't know. I mean, in the paranormal, I feel like you, you never know. People might sleep with, a, like, a Frank's box on or something to be like, oh, I could wake up in the middle of the night and talk to a ghost. You know, if it's a Frank's box, then I, I, I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are always fun just to get, like I said, the responses real time. Um, I'm, I'm a little, I, I love investigating, but I don't like horror movies and stuff, so I think this freak me out the most because like it feels like you're in a horror movie when they just you hear the weird like radio voices and stuff yes that's that's interesting you don't like um horror movies like that you like the paranormal <laughs> yeah i like horror video games do not like horror movies i think it's like a control thing like i can control the game cannot control the movie and i just have to sit there and be subjected to it you know what I, I, being in control, control is good. So I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, it it helps too. I mean, when you're on locations, um, because 
unlike a horror movie, you are in control of the situation and can set up um, your own path, which I think is helpful. Um, when you were investigating with celebrities too, who kind of surprised you the most while investigating with um, just their worth, work ethic? Um, I would say Hoops. Um, she was engaged to Shaq, and she won I Love Money in the Flavor of Love um, a little while ago. But, yeah, just uh, being around her, and we actually filmed some episodes together. She's just really, like, in tune with her feelings, and I think she's sensitive. So that kind of really surprised me that she was so sensitive to that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it is just surprising the way that works. I know my aunt, uh, she was definitely sensitive to the paranormal, I think, but she was such a logical person that she would tell you, ghosts weren't real and all of that but then mm-hmm. i'll tell you oh i saw a ghost here and i'm like what which which is it nina like is it this or is it this so right. it's surprising just people who may not even expect to have experiences and try and kind of you know brush it away with logic kind of come back always just to the fact that there may be more to life than meets the eye yeah, logic isn't an explanation sometimes. Some things just go unexplained, you know. And it takes a while for people to get that, but it happens. It happens. Absolutely. And I know you also, besides celebrities, work with Lucy. If you want to tell the audience a little bit about Lucy and how that relationship kind of started. Yeah, Lucy is my haunted doll. And um, so long story, I uh, was working at, we're not working, but I do tours at the Birdsell Mansion. I've been going there for about five years at this point. And she's always been, this doll has always been up there in the um, second floor in the nursery, like nursery room. And I've been cleaning the house out at this point. Um, and we're done. We're done cleaning it out. And I'm sitting there, I'm mm-hmm. telling my friend, I'm like, there's something like, why did I leave this doll there? Because I, I tossed out all the other dolls that just left Lucy there. So why did I leave this doll? So I finally go up there and I grab her and the whole house starts going crazy. Footsteps, disembodied voices. Um, it's still one of the most craziest days I've had there. And um, as soon as I grabbed her, a little girl said, where are we going? I'm like, wow. Like, I'm looking at him. I got all this on camera, too. So I'm like, what, what in the world is going on? So, yeah, ever since then, I kind of just had her by my side and people just have loved to see Lucy. Um, if you offer her something, she does do whatever you ask her to do, but she does not want to be touched. And I went out with Nick and Tessa Groff, and um, Tessa touched her by accident. I was like, you're not supposed to touch Lucy. Like, that's her only rule, and she touched her, and she just happened to have a dream. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But, yeah, she's like my, my partner in crime. <laughs> do you have any history of who you think might be kind of inhabiting Lucy? No idea. When we asked her, she says she's 10, and Tessa said that she may have died in the fire. So that's interesting. When me and Nick Ross, we have, and my hands started burning, and Nick's face started burning, and Tessa's legs started burning as well. So I don't know. We, we were really asking her, and she just doesn't like Tessa, so she doesn't tell us too much. And I think, you know, haunted objects are kind of really big in the field, too, just, you know, trying to figure out why a spirit may choose that. I mean, a lot of people would think that it's children from, you know, Patrick the doll to just any of the famous ones. Why do you think a ghost would inhabit something like a doll or a mirror? Um, You know, I don't know. That's a really good question. I think some people, well, some spirits may want to feel safe maybe find objects that they feel safer in or something that could have related to their life or whatever the case may be. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know why spirits choose the things they do choose to stick to. Maybe it's just a yeah, shelter for them. For sure. I mean, kind of like, you know, comfort in life where people have, you know, kind of like, safety blankets or or stuffed animals and it's like that's kind of their safe place in life and maybe they go back to it in the afterlife as well yeah yep so I think that could be one of the things I don't know what I would stick to if I died so (laughs) I don't know (laughs) 
I'd rather just go to a fast food place and be sad for the rest of my afterlife than I can eat. Yeah, I go to like Panda Express. <laughs> for me, I'm thinking in and out. I would just stand there just longingly. <laughs> like, I don't know why it's on it. No one died here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me being sad in a corner over a burger. That's that's how I imagine my life is gonna go um, after the living parts all over. That's a bad afterlife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just what I think about as investigators. And I've been doing this so long. I'm like, you know, I think I'd just be really sad about the food. And I've had psychics, and they're like, oh no, you you're never hungry in the afterlife. Like you're you're never like. You never feel hunger, and I'm like, okay, but like, taste is like, I don't know, Everything. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna be me. So, um, yeah, I'm my tasty place instead of a doll is just a In and Out burger. <laughs> I'll be That's like perfect. that episode of SpongeBob with like the nasty patty, except I'm just a haunted In and Out burger. Oh gosh, I remember that episode. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> It's it's a classic. Um, I know we have to take a quick commercial break, though, but we'll be right back with more questions. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporoli on LiveParanormal.com, and uh, Corbin has a lot of events coming up. So everyone visit Corbin Bentley on Facebook, Twitter at Corbin underscore Bentley, Instagram Corbin.Bentley, and the YouTube channel he has is Beyond Paranormal. If you can get to the Middle Point, Ohio, area next Saturday, April 1st. Join Corbin Bentley for an investigation of a haunted Middle Point school. For tickets and info, they're posted at the top of Corbin's uh, Facebook page and also, too, for all of uh, Corbin's events and uh, his events coming up. And he has a lot in August and probably Ghost of uh, Panda Express. You'll have tours of that and In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> That's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com, and we'll be right back. Woo! Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Coast with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, this is Rick Hayes, the psychic medium, life consultant, author, and lecturer, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Believe. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. This is psychic medium Erica Busterhaney with Second Sight Paranormal TV, and you're listening to The Ghost Coast with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files. And you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself it's, into your mix of, of voiceovers <laughs> now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. That's right. It's Ghost of the Show with Sophia Temporelli on Live Paranormal. Trying to unmute everybody once again. And Corbin and Sophia, you're back on. Sweet. Hey. Hey, Corbin, thank you again so much for coming on today. Yeah, no worries. I'm glad to be here. So 
I know we were talking about Lucy a little bit before the break, too. Have you ever had her kind of meet up or interact with any other haunted dolls? Um, yeah, actually, funny story. She uh, was at the Bell Mansion, and they have a haunted doll there named Scott. And they were just playing around and communicating back and forth from the spirit box. So that was pretty cool, actually. It's probably one of my more cooler moments with her. Yeah, I mean, that's a really interesting experience to have happen, just kind of that interaction. Um, yeah. Did they get along? Because I know some haunted dolls definitely are nope. not as interactive. Nope, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Lucy's a brat. I, so. I don't know why that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that seems to be the thing with haunted dolls. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a ego thing. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Lucy was not having it, so. I would love to take her to Zach's uh, museum and put her in the, the doll room for a little bit, see how that goes. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty funny, but that seems to be, like, the kind of common thread, like, with haunted dolls, is they're not, like, as interactive as you would expect. <laughs> so I think that's uh, it's kind of funny they didn't get along. Yeah, it's pretty interesting how that works out. I wish, I always um, wish I could see these these things, you know. I want to see what she looks like, but she never manifests herself, so. She just likes to keep you guessing, so I guess it keeps you on your toes. Keeps that relationship interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, I mean, you have gone to some amazing locations. Do you feel like there's any location you would really love to kind of follow up and dive deeper into with an investigation? Um, I would say Ashmore State. It was one location that I went to, and it's just automatically active as soon as I walked in there. But throughout the night, it's kind of, like, died down for our group. But now, that was, like, three years ago. So now, like, I'm more experienced now. So I would definitely want to go back and spend some time there. And, you know, there is so many other awesome locations, too. Like you were saying, you would love to go to Zach's museum and see Lucy interact with the haunted dolls there. Well, if you could investigate anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Um, that's a good one. Uh, I would want to go to Transylvania. And I have, I have an obsession with castles, so just the history, and it's really ancient there, and the, just the history at, at that location. So that's one of my uh, go-tos whenever I'm asked that question. Yeah, I mean, castles are so cool and I mean they're not really around in America so going to Transylvania and investigating would be so cool yeah like Dracula's castle would be just that would top my chart just to be there oh my gosh I couldn't imagine would you take Lucy there oh yeah she she comes with me everywhere she kind of protects me in a sense (laughs) I mean that's good how do you travel with her just like, do you put her in, like, a suitcase? I don't I don't know how you would travel with a haunted object because I know they do and don't like certain things. So um, she's starting not to like the bag, so I might have to get her something else. Um, yeah, it, it's tough with a, a haunted doll. She's really active. It's almost like having, like, a toddler or, like, a little sister or something. Um, yeah, but I might have to get her, like, a container or something. So I usually put her in my bag. But, um, yeah, I keep her out the bag when I'm in the car. When if I put her in the, in the bag when I'm traveling inside a place, I do that. Yeah, because, like, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, do you buy an extra seat for a haunted doll, you know? Because <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But, um, yeah, I mean, good luck with the container. Have you had any, like, experiences on a plane while traveling with her? We have not flown together. I'm kind of scared to do that. She just – we just – new car right now so hopefully nothing weird happens on the plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was, I was like the trip to transylvania would definitely be interesting yeah it's a long trip so i'm uh concerned about that one we're going to ireland in uh july i'm, I'm filming my series over there so um it's going to be interesting interesting flight i guess you could say <laughs> yeah well i mean keep us up to date on how that goes on a plane because um yeah that's a that's a small place for a long time so I can't even imagine what the activity would be like oh man I, I can't either hopefully uh I have to bring her my carry-on for sure 
<laughs> for sure. And um, with investigations too, um, I know you've gone to really cool locations, but do you do residential cases as well? Yeah, actually, um, I'm actually working on that this year. I want to get inside uh, people's houses and kind of help them out um, if they're dealing with stuff at home. So I've been actually looking into uh, doing that locally for right now and uh, helping people out. What advice would you give to people currently going through home haunting issues? Um, I, I know it can be frustrating uh, dealing with things that you can't explain, especially if it's just, you know, disturbing your everyday life. So if it's not doable to live with them or whatever it is that's in your house, I would definitely reach out to get some help and do cleanses, um, sage, uh, have someone come in and properly sage and bless the house. That's really important. For sure. I lived in a haunted house and it is, um, yeah, it's a lot to go through. It's, it's definitely traumatic and uh, it can be hard. And um, we were already in the paranormal at the time, but I mean, especially for people who aren't in the paranormal and want help. I mean, it's, I can't even imagine what that's like just being confused as to what's exactly going on. Yeah. It's probably really frustrating, especially if you're not into this stuff and, you know, kids are more success, like susceptible for it. So it's frustrating. I know it is. Definitely trying. It's it's a lot. I went through it when I was nine, and um, those experiences definitely change you for life. I mean, you you definitely never forget living in a haunted house. I wouldn't do it again. I definitely wouldn't do it again. Nah, I wouldn't either. Trust me. <laughs> I don't want my house to be on it. It's cool going to these places, but I don't want to deal with it at home. Exactly. Like, if you're just trying to relax and watch TV, you kind of don't want a ghost staring at you. Very creepy. Yeah, yeah, Very you're creepy. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing, though, just, you know, um, all you do with the field and wanting to now help people, too. So um, if someone is currently listening to the show and wants to go to you to kind of help them with that, where would people contact you? Yeah, so Instagram, Corbin.Bentley, or Facebook, Corbin Bentley. Um, Twitter, I just got on Twitter, but that is, um, I don't even know my handle for that. I'm barely on there. But I believe that's Corbin underscore Bentley as underscore. well. Underscore, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I've never on there like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, Corbin <laughs> underscore Bentley. Well, it's good that people can reach out to you. Um I mean, with the field, there is so much that we do understand and don't understand, um, like we're saying, especially with people who aren't in the field. But people who are in the field kind of have been doing this so long, they generate their own thoughts and theories. What are your theories on the afterlife? What do you believe that place to be, and what do you think ghosts really are? Um, I think ghosts are energy. Um, now, I do think some things are residual whether, like, mm -hmm. we don't know all the answers to things, um, like Suzanne from the third floor could be reliving her death or doing something that kind of happened back in the day, you know? So I think some of that stuff is visual, but some things are intelligent, and uh, I don't know. It's just kind of hard to tell. I really want to kind of just break the barrier between, like, that question and what's actually happening. My goal this year is kind of just have answers for our questions. For sure. And I know a lot of people to get those questions do a lot of experiments too within the field. Um, like you said, you have the Bentley box, but are there any kind of paranormal experiments? Um, the only one that comes to mind is like the Estes method, but stuff like that that you would really love to try and haven't yet? Mm, I don't know. I'm always open to trying new things out and equipment. I'm actually, this might sound funny, but I've really wanted to try the Ouija board. I've never used it or touched it. I've always told myself I would never do the Ouija board because nothing good comes from them, but I kind of just want to try it this year. You're just like, I'm going to go for it this year. I'm going to travel with Lucy yeah. and buy a Ouija board. Yeah, yeah, literally. That's that's my goal. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll only do like... the Ouija board in like a good place. It has to be like a, one of those spots where like, okay, you have to go all out. So For sure. And to um, with investigating, um, I know you said you kind of 
got interested in the paranormal through ghost adventures, but what advice or piece of kind of, what advice or something you've learned would you like to pass on to future generations of investigators? I would say, um, you know, it's becoming more mainstream now. So I would say for young investigators to kind of find themselves, find who they are, find their own styles. Don't try to be Nick or Zach or me or Shane. Just find yourself out there and, uh, you know, just be yourself. Do it for the right reasons. For sure. I mean, that's great advice. I mean, there are so many different styles of investigating, and I think, you know, it is finding what works best for you and, you know, the spirit you're currently contacting. Yeah, yep. You know, you get to learn yourself, you know, what what can you take, what makes you feel uncomfortable, and all that fun stuff. So that happens over time. It Yeah, it really does. Um, it's a lot. I mean, some people, you know, like to go in with more scientific approaches or, you know, kind of have, like, checklists of what to do on locations. And then some people, like psychics and other investigators, kind of just like to feel around and see what's best in that moment. That's me. I like to kind of just go in there and feel what seems yep. like it will work in the moment. Yep, that's me. I kind of go in like that, too. You know, I'll just do, okay, maybe I need to do this for this location because this isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because every location is unique and every spirit. So it's like something that works at one location might not work at the next. Or if you go back to the same location, whatever worked last time may not work this time. Exactly. Exactly. Thing is everything. That's what I asked Nick um, this past summer when I was talking to him. I was like, how do you adjust? Because I was kind of like off my game. I was like, I can't adjust to certain places because the energy is just like either there or just not or it's up and down. So how do you adjust? And he just gave me great advice for it. So um, can't really go wrong with Nick's advice. Absolutely. And, you know, that also kind of brings another great question. You asked Nick for some advice, but you have talked to so many amazing investigators. What's the greatest piece of advice you've gotten from one of them or the coolest technique that you've learned? Um, I, I picked this up from Nick, just investigating him. I'm very observant, so he didn't have to tell me, mm-hmm. but when he's uh, investigating, he's very, uh, I can't say, he's, he's poised. He doesn't, you know, he takes his time, he listens, doesn't run, he just listens, takes everything in. So just being very poised and, you know, calm and not being scared sometimes, because I'm jumpy, I'm not going to lie, I do get scared. So mm-hmm. um, that was probably some of the best things I, I learned from him, because that was something I needed to work on. And I, I've taken that and how he handles that situation, and I use it now, so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that definitely comes over time, too, just as an investigator, just (laughs) learning. I mean, because when you're experiencing something for the first time, hearing a voice audibly, I mean, it's obviously going to startle you. It's new experience, and you don't know exactly what you're dealing with. Yeah. And I feel bad, because I've I've been hearing disembodied voices, and I still get scared. (laughs) You know, Nick's just like, oh, that's the voice down the hall. I'm like, how are you not scared? (laughs) To be fair, though, if it was like an if it was a living person that came up behind you and just started talking, that might startle you as well. So it's kind of just a natural response. Yeah, literally. So I'm I'm doing better if not you know running too far, but I'm <laughs> doing good. Yeah, I feel like the only thing that saves me is like I'm more like I get internally freaked out. So like if I'm scared, no one's gonna know. I'll just like panic on the inside. So that's good. That's good. How many years have you got uh, investigating? Uh, I started investigating when I was eight, so I just turned 24. I think it's like 16 years. Oh, yeah. You're a vet. <laughs> yeah, I've been investigating 16 years, and I've had my radio show coming up on 12. Nice. That's really cool. Thank you, yeah. So, But it's it's still a work in progress. Like I said, I don't watch horror movies, so, I, you know. If someone's in a haunted location and goes trying to chase me with a knife, then I'm probably gonna I'm gonna run. <laughs> well, that's that's your challenge this year is working on horror movies. I yeah, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, well, maybe I'll watch Friday the Thirteenth or Scream, and then I I just never do it. 
Yeah, start with Michael Myers. That's a good one to start with. I did I did actually watch that and I complained the whole movie <laughs> about Laurie Stroud. I'm like, why would you set that down? I'm like, you just stabbed him and you didn't even make sure he's dead. And then she hit, I I could go on and on about what I felt she did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's wrong with Mike. <laughs> I yeah, Doctor Loomis was completely useless. What is a gun gonna do? You shot him and he ran away still. Listen, he's been shooting Mike for like thirty years now and Mike's still having died, so well, maybe you should take that as a tip and try something different. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Mike doesn't die. Yeah. Dead by Daylight taught me that. Yeah. It's interesting. He's <laughs> an interesting killer. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, I feel like there's a lot. So I I feel like I'm pretty safe on investigations like that, but if that ever happens to me, I'm I'm leaving. I'm definitely leaving. Or if I see a spider, not good about that. Yeah, a spider or like a snake or a rat, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. Gone. It's the the afterlife and the spirits we can handle, but if you throw a spider in there, it's like, no, I I will leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't do rodent at all. Nope. Yeah, it's just it's the stuff you don't see in the dark, I feel like, is more of the problem. Yep. Yep, so I don't I don't play around. Such and such becomes like poisonous and stuff. Mm-mm. Especially these abandoned places. I'm just careful. Yeah, I've heard some stories through my years on the show of um, things that happen to people, and it's like, well, I'm not going to do that. I One investigative couple came on my show and said that um, the woman, she sat down on a bench and she sat on like a rusted like nail or needle. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not sitting at these locations. She sat on that? Yeah. Dang, what happened? Is she Was she, like, okay? Did she have to go to the hospital? I think she went to the hospital. I'll have it removed. But she's she's fine. Um, But, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, bring a chair then. That's terrible. That's just bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm acting prone. <laughs> like, if, if a ghost scratched me, I wouldn't know. Honestly, I would think I did it to myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's because you – are you clumsy? Yes, extremely. See, you, have uh, you, got question, you got to question everything. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. <she's> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dad. I definitely needed that reinforced. <laughs> um, I know we're coming towards the end of the show, though. So um, just remind the audience again what amazing locations you'll be going up to next on your tour, where people can find you, and any other events, websites, or appearances you would like to mention. Hey, um, so, yeah, I'll be going to Middle Point School next week. Um, that's Middle Point, Ohio. Um, really active location. I investigated there a couple of times. Um, the Birds Hill Mansion, I have an event with Princess Paranormal. And this summer I'll be at Hell House in Fort Milton. And they are just coming out left and right. So if you guys want to follow me, I might be in your area. So you guys can follow me at Corbin.Bentley and Facebook is Corbin Bentley. And Twitter is Corbin underscore Bentley. Well, I mean, those are some amazing locations. And, hey, if you're ever in town um, at the Queen Mayor or something, hit me up. Uh, I would love to investigate with you. Oh, of course. We're going to have to get that going. For sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And thank you for sharing all of your experiences. Everyone, definitely make sure to check Corbin out. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, the show's open anytime. Thanks, thanks Corbin. No problem. All right, thanks. Wow, fantastic show today, Sophia. Bye. Absolutely. Corbin was such a great guest. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely not be possible without all of you. And I will talk to you guys again, <laughs> again next week with the executive producers of The Ghost and Molly McGee, um, which you can stream the first season on Disney+. Plus. Thanks, guys. Bye. And again, for Corbin Bentley, um, yeah, as you mentioned on uh, Facebook, Corbin Bentley, Twitter at uh, Corbin underscore Bentley, Instagram, Corbin dot Bentley, YouTube channel, uh, Beyond Paranormal by Search. And again, uh, Middle Point, Ohio, next Saturday, April 1st, join Corbin Bentley for an investigation of a haunted Middle Point school. For tickets and info, 
visit the event posted at the top of Corbin Bentley's Facebook page, and two, also for all of uh, Corbin's upcoming events. He's got a lot coming up in August. As uh, Sophia mentioned, Disney Channel's The Ghost and Molly McGee animated series producers Bill Motts and Bob Roth will be on the program next Saturday the 1st. And we want to thank Disney Plus, Disney HD, and the Disney Channel for making uh, uh, next week's appearance possible. The Digital Seance Initiative author Ron Yacovetti will be on the program with Paranormal Investigator Lourdes Gonzalez. That will be April 8th. Travel Channel Strange World host investigator Christopher Garitano will be on the 15th. You don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. We have other people that are securing their guest spots as we speak to as well. So like the ghost host Sophia Temporally on LifeParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. And we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie at Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.